When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Contest of the day here on The Price is Right. Nicole Slapnicker. Come on down. Yeah, it gets me every time. Never gets old. Can't believe that they just didn't. Dismiss her and pick another contestant. But they didn't. Uh, they were talking. I was talking to somebody just now uh, online, uh, emails back and forth about the Brittany Griner thing. And the guy's, uh, he's a former cop. And he was like, so the sons, and I have another cop friend that kind of said the exact same thing, have decided to take a criminal who committed a crime and, uh, you know, uh, put their initials and number all over the floor to celebrate her. I'm like, yeah, well. There is the side that says it's Russia versus the United States. So there's the the Cold War aspect of the whole thing. Go back and forth. I don't care if you don't. The guy went crazy. And he's not wrong. So evidently, so he was telling me that, and I didn't know this part, that there are negotiations, but the, the Moscow government, the Kremlin, has said that any sort of talks can't be out loud. Like your people can't know what we're negotiating, that we're negotiating about her, or she stays forever. So maybe there is a whole bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff going I don't know what that means. But if she just showed up one day. Well, you know they gave up the, what is it, the minister of death or whoever yeah, that was yeah. that they were <laughs> they they're trying over, to get back. Yeah, Hand over the minister of mm-hmm. death to get Brittany Griner back. And again, there is a price tag on Brittany, and it is not the minister of death. No. That, that is not one. That Russ is like, well, we'll trade you your basketball lady with, with the, the weed butcher. problem. The butcher of death. For oh, our, butcher, yeah. For our butcher of death. And we're like, mm, she's not that good. She's not bringing in that much revenue. But yeah, just go out there with that little. Those magic erasers are amazing. They take that. If anything's on your grout, have you ever used this stuff? Oh yeah. Oh, it's incredible. Just go out and just scrub that BG four two right off the floor, so people stop thinking about it. It's tough. I don't want to look at that. I want to go down there and stare at that stuff and like, oh yeah, I got to hear about this. Thanks a lot. Garbage. 
I want those millionaires to run around on that floor and entertain me. That's what people don't understand about sports that I really like. They're like, hey, these millionaires out there and they're problem. I'm like, yeah, but they're million. When's the last time you had a bunch of millionaires just, you know, get together in your backyard and start doing stuff for you? It's, that's what the glory of sports is. People in a much better financial situation running around breaking their necks for your entertainment. It doesn't happen anywhere. Movies and in uh, sports. You can't just wander into the CEO's office and say, I want you to tap dance for me for a few minutes. This is pretty nice. He'd kick you out. Hey, Jeff Bezos, how about a little song and dance for me? Get out of my office, God damn it. You're nothing. We're paying you. You underlings. You can have poor people spend $35 each to go into Stake 44 and make everybody in there start singing like a talent show. It wouldn't happen. Who are we doing this for? Poor folks. Oh, it's a charity? No. They paid $30 for you to entertain them. That's why I like sports so much. I don't need to be reminded of society's ills every time I watch millionaires playing basketball. That's a fantastic thing. And if you ever said that, like, tonight at the Village, local millionaires play basketball, no one would attend it. Like, I don't want to see this. Guys in floor shines and high-end Sergio Ferragamo shoes. Bro, that was a hack. (laughs) You hacked me. Right, but that's what you think millionaires. No, they're all downtown. Millionaires playing basketball. And I will make a prediction now, but uh, the dude named uh, Jock Landale will be a, uh, a a folk hero in this town. He's a, he's almost albino white. Phoenix Suns picked him up from the Spurs in the offseason. I thought it was a good pickup. He played a great game last night. Damian Lee and him will be uh, – people are going to know their names this year, especially if he does what he did last at last night, and you're going to sit and think to yourself, mm, DeAndre Ayton might be getting overpaid because he finished the game last night against Golden State, not uh, – DeAndre. DeAndre is just like kind of a equal cog to me. He had a nice game, but Jock Landale will be a Phoenix favorite because he looks like a big dopey version of all of us. He's kind of he's tall. He's like seven. Like you see him on the floor, you don't realize what a big giant person he is. But he's got this strange kind of almost mullet mohawk thing going on. It's blonde. He's white as snow. Like he looks. He looks emaciated. He looks like you know. He's too white, even for white people to see. He looks like he's in a constant T-shirt, and uh, he's going to. He's chalk gonna, he's, Lindale. He's yeah. He's going to be yeah. He looks like a chalk. <laughs> he's going to be a. Uh, if he keeps doing what he did last night, he's going to be a superstar in this town. But again, and now I'm getting all these emails. I don't know how to do that, Brady. You you know how to. You were always talking about uh, people who own this company. Uh, this guy's got that, or he's the one who started. That. I don't pay attention to any of that stuff. You do. Like, you know, who started some tire company or who does their taxes? Yeah, you, yeah you, got a, you got an eye on that stuff on where this started or if it's located here or not or headquartered or whatever. And uh, we got to get those people involved and get now McCoy Street. That's all it comes down to to me. It's like, that's got to be a thing. You can't watch this old man wander around. It's been on my mind since he did. Since Why isn't that- it? Part of the uh, upcoming election here in the next week. Right. Why isn't Kerry Lake on about this? There's Why isn't a, yeah, a prop? Like something to say. Yeah. Proposition Al McCoy. And we got Barry Goldwater statue we stuck over there on Lincoln and 44th Street. Yep. Or Tatum, whatever it's called. Got a nice little courtyard. You got a little corner. Of- you can park there. You can wander around. You can read a little bit about the guy. And they did that, I think, after he died, too. Like they made it like real good after he died. It might, they might have had the statue, but like it's, it's beautiful. 
and it's hidden. Like you, if you're on that street corner and you look, you see like a little old man poking his head out from the bushes. That's Barry. There's a statue in there. You got to kind of oh. sneak in. Yeah, it's like who's that old man standing there? He's peeking out. He's going to jump into traffic. Nope, it's the Barry Goldwater Memorial, and it's kind of neat. We need that for Al McCoy down by the down by the stadium. Something. It's drastic. It's just empty with that. And that Ring of Honor is nice, and I think he's already in it. He needs something else. He's he's the only constant in our town, as far as uh, they have. You know, yeah. At least I think they have a courtyard planned. They have to a big, but don't wait for him to die. I, mean, I agree. That's miserable. He's been he's been busting his hump for the Suns for ages, and he's going to drop dead, and we'll be like, ah, what are you going to like that uh, that weird old man who was on Evening Shade and now on that Call Me Kate show, and he just dropped dead on his drive to work. I don't know, he's like 100 years old, and he drove to work. He started to have shortness of breath and complaining. I'm getting an appointment with the doctor tomorrow. Dies on the way to work. And now they're like, oh, it's just a, what a tragedy. Now we should have had him let him know before. That's going to happen to Al McCoy. One of these days you're just going to hear Al was driving to work. And shortness of breath. Next thing you know, he's in the hospital. Next thing you know, we don't have Al McCoy anymore. And then we're putting up statues for his Statues family. on top of every Whataburger in town. Right. And I don't know if Whataburger's sponsoring anymore. They used, that used to be a pretty <laughs> awesome know. one, too. What a shot, Whataburger. For years. For years. I used to drive by Whataburger and say it. He's in our brains. What a shot, Whataburger. From downtown. <laughs> and I still don't know what it meant. I think Whataburger gave like $3 to for charity. every three. Yeah, and then the Suns just started lighting threes up, and Whataburger's like, we're going broke. These guys don't stop shooting threes. We're done. What a shot, half a Whataburger. Uh, what? Al just changed it. Oh, brother, Whataburger's out of business. I don't think they do that anymore. But I, I was so happy last night because we walked out, and they're playing Al McCoy in the concourse, and it was a few seconds left, maybe a minute, and we're walking towards the exits, and I just hear, you can put this one in the old deep freeze. And I'm like, that's the Al He's got a thing for everything. I love that old man. I did it once, and I'm gun-shy to do it again. Back in the year 2000, I uh, I declared Luis Gonzalez Day and people at the Diamondback because he won the home run derby. Yeah. And I'm like, he's doing more in a two-year span for a baseball team anybody's ever done. And I thought this would be a great idea. And they ran with it. I got a city councilman on the phone. And next thing you know, it's Luis Gonzalez Day. And we've got a presentation we're going to do. And they want me there. And I'm like, this was just kind of a... Like, this is crazy, but well, I wanted to embrace baseball in the town. It was only two years old at the time. I'm like, this is something we can really, this is great. We've got a superstar on the team. Did his PED dealer show up? <laughs> well, I didn't know about that yet. <laughs> I assumed. Or... I went to that derby in Milwaukee. Oh, amazing. And he won yeah. it. He yeah. won the damn thing. And uh, so we come back and we go to do the big presentation. And there's Luis Gonzalez and me and some city councilman and some mayor. And I'm like, I don't know how I got involved in this. But I think I've done something great here. And they had the press conference in a room underneath. I was supposed to do my show live from underneath there. But our stupid radio station at the time didn't have the technology to shoot a radio signal out from under this basement. So we didn't broadcast it at all. And then Luis can thank God because Luis Gonzalez's first words were, you spelled my name wrong. Whoever put the plaque together didn't look it up first and spelled Luis and Gonzalez both incorrectly. <laughs> And now the thing that I started looked like a complete, I mean, it was an absolute 
show. I went back to the station. I'm like, I quit. I'm done with you idiots. And Tim, the boss, came down. So I know that didn't go as well as you'd hope, but you got to remember, you got a lot done. And I'm like, I got a lot done, and we and we screwed the pooch on the payoff. You know, you were like, come on, Gunzo, let us. Yeah, <laughs> it's great that we got to, to this Super Bowl. We lost fifty six to three. Uh, nobody's happy about what happened out there, and they tried to play it off. So I'm I'm really I'm not going to be the one that stands there again in case Al McCoy drops dead in my arms that same day. But I think somebody should do something. <laughs> Harry Curtin, this could be your thing. This is your curtain call, I call it. Your hairy curtain call. You get Al McCoy, you, you start that plan to say, hey, that's a plan of mine. That's, I'm serious about it, too. Like That's more important to me than a lot of uh, political nonsense. Abortion? Pfft, don't care. Let's get an Al McCoy road going. I hereby declare this <laughs> Al Malloy Day. <laughs> that's what it would be like. Oh, geez. Who's Hal, who's Hal McCoy? <laughs> oh, we've done it again. There's no K in that. In fact, there's three of them in my last name. You're a racist. I'm like, I didn't do it. <laughs> Hell, McCoy. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm not doing it. Somebody else can take the heat for when it goes uh, teats up, as they say. But I'd like to see it. I would be the one that. And now the guy who started it all, KUPD's John Holmberg, will unveil the street sign. And it says Hal McCoy Boulevard. And I'm like, oh, no. What was the one that Governor Jan Brewer had? She held up a jersey, too, that had a... Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Horrible. Yeah, she had a big misspell. Typo. Oh, because it was for the Super Bowl or something, yeah. wasn't it? She had something dumb. Yeah. And the jersey was misspelled. It's very WKRP moments like that that I don't want to be part of in this in this whole world. So you just never know. I don't. It's too, much, too easy to cancel everybody. But I want Al McCoy to have everything that every big name announcer for sports has we don't embrace him enough we just don't meanwhile kanye gets a ton of attention we still can't figure that out well jirasi's got a street so you know it, do, I, and I, does anybody remember the day that happened i think i didn't know what happened you that one me. in I, yeah i don't think there was a ceremony that we knew about or anything i think they just snuck that in for you know pc grandstanding to put diana tarasi's name on a road two signs two corners I don't care. Yeah. She shouldn't they have snuck any in. signs up. That got snuck in, and it's orange, and it glows, and I got to cross it every time I go to that arena. Garbage. If anybody ever told me you got to turn on Diana Taurasi way, click, I'd hang up immediately. <laughs> Second Street. A glorious Al McCoy fountain right there in the front of the footprint. That's center. outstanding. That just shoots water burgers in the air. <laughs> Fires out burger meat. <laughs> oh, brother. A deep freeze. Something. A Shazam fountain. A sh- the Shazam fountains of Al McCoy, where he's just... its He's cherubic. If you ever meet him, he's a tiny little guy. We have a naked fountain out there, and he's just peeing and spitting water. Oh, that could work. <laughs> Al McCoy's beautiful Grecian fountain. Whatever. As long as Diana Taurasi doesn't get the same treatment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
Imagine the fit that those mercury would throw. We could we could finally passive aggressively make them look like the horrible people they are by taking Diana Taurasi's name off that thing and putting Al McCoy's up there, and they they'd lose their minds. Why did you replace Diana Taurasi way with Al McCoy? Well, because he's more important than you ever were. When Griner gets out, we can have a little hemp garden on the side of that courtyard. Yeah. Well, that's what they should grow is a hemp garden to raise funds to get Brittany out of Russia. I don't know. I don't understand any of it. I'm watching uh, the Kanye West story develop too, and uh, you know when you're, you know when you're wrong, most wrongest, is when uh, the people that are siding, like he lost uh, Aaron Donald, and a couple other athletes have left Donda, which is his sportswear kingdom and agency something. I don't know what he had, but they were tied to Kanye, and now because Kanye said he wants to kill Jews which is a pretty bold statement, and then to backtrack on that, say, that's not what I meant. And it's like, that's pretty strong wording that you're going to really have a hard time getting out of this. And so he's lost a couple people. And then you know you're the most wrong when a guy like Antonio Brown comes your way and says, I'm in his corner. Like the worst thing that could have happened to Kanye is Antonio Brown coming out saying, yeah, you're just picking and choosing what you don't like to hear. You know, I know he said kill the Jews, but he said good stuff too. That's a tough one. Antonio's busy, man, posting up pictures of he and And that is the other thing. That's how you know you've got somebody in your corner you shouldn't have, is that (laughs) the other thing Antonio's currently doing is taking all the pictures he's got with Tom Brady's wife and posting them to say, basically, I think he's basically trying to make the claim that she wants him. And that's why the divorce is Here's what you're losing, bro. He's, He's trolling. Tom Brady, who was his friend, with pictures of his wife going, look at this, brah. We're on the beach, brah. Like, oh, you bastard. But, yeah, Antonio Brown says that uh, Kanye West is, is um, people are mad, and they're, the outrage is over selective comments. He's basically saying you're picking and choosing the bad stuff and making him a bad guy for it. But isn't that what bad stuff is? Like, you can say a hundred good things and then say, and also I'd like to kill all the Jews, and it kind of erases all the good stuff. And I know he didn't say kill all the Jews, well, but he did yeah. mention killing Jews. And yeah. then he, was, he said that that was something he was very serious about. <laughs> when, he was, when somebody even, I think it was Pierce Morgan, said, is that something you really mean? Is that something you yeah. And that was like, that's when you're done. It's like when, you know, I'm serious about all the Jews that have wronged him, he'd like to see killed. <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? Uh, so... Well, Forbes has come out uh, today and said his net worth yeah. is now down to four hundred million. Because from one point three, the Adidas back out was two hundred fifty. Well, that was the one that, that took him oh, out that's from what the they, billion. That's yeah. what Adidas was making the last. Right, they crushed with him. Uh, anyway, Antonio Brown is trying to make it about uh, people being mad that he's a black guy with ideas, and I don't think that's it. I think the minute you start saying that, no matter what context it's in, when you say you're going to eradicate. A group of people. Uh, we've had history with that, and people people frown on that. I don't it know. Doesn't it doesn't work, folks. No, lesson to the kids. It's been tried. Yeah, it, lesson <laughs> to the kids. Yeah, it's, 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 it's been tried time and again, and it tends to just lead to anger, and uh, those people continue on. Yeah, and it's a sensationalism and groupthink have forced people to not speak their minds and act out of fear rather than love. For those reasons, I stand by my dedication of freedom of speech, thought, and opinion, which he's entitled to. But you don't want Antonio Brown to go, I'm with you, man. Then you have to really start to reassess what you've done when Antonio Brown is standing by you. I remain true to the mission of Donda and our amazing staff and community. Kanye's comments were taken out of proportion. 
He doesn't. Yeah, he said some bad things about many things. But Kanye has had some good points, too. You know, Marge Schott was a decent lady uh, who did uh, a lot of good things for the Cincinnati Reds. And then she said she was tired of her million-dollar N-word players. And that was pretty much the end of her. Like, you're not going to remember much more. You can't go sliding that kind of racism and stuff into conversation and go, yeah, but did you hear the thing she said about global warming? No, when she said million-dollar N-words, the global warming plan is out the window. It's not hers anymore, at the very least. Somebody could steal some of the good ideas. I mean, uh, and she also had said Hitler had some good ideas right before she said that, too. I mean, and people let that one pass. <laughs> Crazy old lady Marge shot. I was like, yeah, you know, that Hitler, he did have some good stuff, too. And there's truth to that. But there's one, like, glaring thing that overweighed all of the good things that Hitler may have come up with. Like, you know, <laughs> eh, that one thing really kind of shines brighter than all the rest, I think. Sure does. Yeah, everybody yeah. screws up once in a while. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> well, you, you know, forgive and forget. Uh, it's not that. That's not one of those. And you really don't. With a world that has had a history of of attacking that particular group of people, Kanye saying that he's got a, a vendetta to get rid of them again. Uh, people, people take that quite seriously. And Adidas, I don't blame Adidas. They didn't know this was coming. That's the one thing I don't understand is why, why society can't separate itself when a lunatic says something and they just get rid of him. And then Adidas is like, we didn't have anything to do. They don't need to apologize. Adidas could come out and go, he went, he went crazy on us too. <laughs> like we didn't see this come. We didn't, we certainly didn't know this. It's not Adidas' fault that Kanye decided to go bananas on Tucker Carlson and all these other shows. He looked pretty normal on Tucker Carlson. I watched that and I'm like, hey, I kind of feel sorry for Kanye a little bit. It seems like he's speaking about uh, the manufactured world of celebrity and how it ruined his, his marriage and his family and all. I'm like, that's pretty tough to hear. And then, and also, I want to kill all the Jews that done me wrong. I'm like, oh, there, I can't, I can't justify anything anymore. So Adidas is the ones that made the Yeezys and all that. Yeah. Oh wow. So I don't know. If, I don't know how much Yeezys are going to be now. Like the, if they so stop making them, them, yeah, find me a pair of Yeezys. And do you still wear your Yeezys? I don't know if you can. I have a really cool Drago shirt. Really, you do too. And it's a tough wear now because it's like Russia. Like everybody hates Russia so much that if you wear your Ivan Drago shirt, it seems like you're yeah. If I wear my trolling. golf Lundgren, I right? Yeah. Golf, golf Lundgren's kind of funny, and it's yeah. But mine was mine just says Ivan Drago, and it's got a hammer cool. and a sickle yeah. on it, and it's like I can't wear this anywhere. People who don't know think I'm a big supporter of the Russia's uh, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. It can get lost in the shuffle. You just have to be careful of that kind of stuff. There's still free speech, and you can say all those things. But if you say them out loud and you get caught saying them, there's going to be people upset at you because they got freedom of speech too, and their freedom of speech is like I hate that guy. And I want to take him out. But, yeah, he's been uh, – the Donda Academy was uh, booted from a high school tournament. So all these kids who go to the Donda school that they didn't know that the guy who started it's going to go bananas. They can't play in a tournament now because <laughs> suddenly they're that. How much are they going for? Well, 300 bucks in stock. Those are the cheap ones. Like, there's a few of them that are like There's the Fight Club ones 7, that are 000. three grand. Yeah. And some of those Yeezys are – they those look like Skechers. Yeah, those aren't so bad. They kind of are Skechers. They're, really? they're, they're not. They're all slip-ons, kind of. Some. Some yeah. aren't. Like they, they have, like, they have different kinds, but I've never liked them. Like, there's a few that just like moon boots. 
It's tough to get my bill to bear in those. No, you're not. Yeah, you're see, and you shouldn't wear those anyway. You'd look like an idiot. They literally look like Skechers. <laughs> yeah, Brady's walking around in Yeezys. I'd, I'd <laughs> These probably, are the closest ones. He's street. Yeah. Those aren't Yeezys. They're, no, right. but. Those are those. After he was riding around really that truck yesterday. But. Yeah, that's true. You, you, yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah. get himself a pair of Yeezys now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, now that you're, you know, with your shooting friends, you and MAGA, the boys. You and the posse. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get some Yeezys because he's on your team. I don't know. Yeah, but it's already wiped from the Adidas uh, website. Those, uh, oh, it's all gone. Oh, yeah. Those Crocs that he sells are just those are horrendous. Oh. I don't know what the hell or who buys them. Wait till you see those, Brett. I almost got the upper left ones there this? once. Yeah, but I the more I kind of looked at them, the less I liked them. Go to those spaceships that you put. Yeah, on your those feet. weird Croc looking ones that look like they're made of. Remember those gummy shoes in the eighties? Girls used to wear. <laughs> the hell is that? It looks like the thing you pull out of a shoe to keep a shoe in shape. <laughs> yeah, he's an idiot. And then, you know, they get into the cancel culture aspect of it all. And this is when it's supposed to kick in, when somebody's this extreme. We've made it so anybody makes any sort of slight mistake and they're canceled from their jobs and whatever. Uh, I haven't heard the exact um, verbiage that he used. He but did the it a few headlines, times. Kanye West claims 50% of black people died due to abortion, blames yep. Jewish record labels. Yeah. That's the headline. Right. That's going to get your attention. Not for abortion, to... right? I, didn't, I know. I, didn't, I mean, kind of it a... stops but, he's done. But that's from uh, R&B he... hip-hop news. He's been after the Jews for the last couple of weeks. He's had a few comments. And one of them was about murdering some folks, which is never really. that. There's where your freedom of speech goes out the window, is when you start talking about killing people. And those are threats. That's That's not covered. And, you know, and it's Kanye. And there's truth to what Antonio Brown's saying. It's like people don't like him because, you know. Because he's, he's a dick. Well, no, I, I'm, I'm, black people don't like him because he fell out of line with the typical, like, what the what the line is for, oh. you know, what what is being said. He drifted away with his White Lives Matter shirt and all that. It's like, whoa, whoa, you went off script here for what people want from you. And he had his, and there is truth to okay. that. There is an individual moment of Kanye saying, hey, I'm not. I'm not on board this, and that broke the narrative of every every black person has to feel this exact same way or else. But then he went nuts. Now, you're allowed to think Black Lives Matter stinks. Jason Whitlock does it all the time. There's a few people that have said, oh, it's a scam. Even the guy who – one of the people who was part of running it said, ah, it turned into a big money scam. And, you know, the message is fine, but the execution afterwards was pretty terrible. So Kanye made a point of that. But then he's what did he say? You have a quote on well, – he says uh, he's talking to a friend, and he, he said he we are still in a Holocaust. A Jewish friend of mine said, go visit the Holocaust Museum. My response was, let's visit our Holocaust Museum, Planned Parenthood. Oh, yeah, and he's big on that. Well, that was yeah. one of them. That wasn't the one that got him in trouble. I think it was on Pierce Morgan when he said the thing about killing the people who had done him wrong. And then when he, get, when he had a chance to kind of you know, put a little frosting on it, he doubled down. And then he said something that he was looking out for the Jews, and it it, it just it, it was not good. It was bad. And now he can't wear Adidas or have his name on anything. Can't name a street after him anymore. But and that whole world, that whole Kardashian world, has exploded around us. That now Martha Stewart is trying to date Pete Davidson. He's, she I just mean, she just said I'd hit that. She wants a piece of that ten inches. Martha Stewart wants to go out riding the big horse. She wants that Yule log. Yeah. 
it, women got to stop saying size doesn't matter. If Pete Davidson can make the rounds between Ariana Grande, everything in between her and Martha Stewart wants a piece of him. Size completely matters. I want one of those 10 inches too where people go public before we've even met and said, I'd love to ride on that thing. No one's ever going to say that about me. You know what I'd like is a ride on that guy's thing because it, it's not legendary. Martha Stewart wants a run on it. She's like 90. I'd like to take a ride on that Pete Davidson stick. I've heard a lot of good things, and uh, we've been lying to you guys for a long time that uh, size doesn't matter. We love those 10-inchers. They're just hard to come by, so to speak. <laughs> so, yeah, I, they're, they're calling his penis out over the news. And if I'm Pete Davidson, I'm knocking, like later today, I'm on, I'm on Martha's doorstep, and I'm giving that a ride. <laughs> and then I'm bragging about it afterwards. I'm going to be holding that weird cornucopia potpourri she gives everybody like Derek Jeter on the way out the door is the Martha Stewart gift basket. It's going to be great. Could you imagine? Oh, the Glorious. potpourri and the fresh fruits and veggies. Pete with the golden crank. And Pete, yeah, I mean, and he's an ugly, goofy, yeah. somewhat mildly, if not not funny at all guy, but got known for having a huge piece. And women are actually going on the news saying, Would, somebody get him over here. I want to, I want to taste that. And it makes us, you know, it makes uh, it makes it it makes it tougher for guys who don't have one. And then I think those poor micro penis guys are the ones you got to keep the. I think, you know, again, running for governor that I'm not running for. Part of gun control would be penis measurement. You go over to like the gun store to buy a gun, and they're like, "All right, you fill out the papers, make sure you got no crazy background." And they're like, "All right, let's take a look at it." So Byron breaks out a ruler over at MMP yeah, Guns. He's got a special penis, gun buying penis ruler. The regulator. And you go in there and <laughs> and then he just looks down at it and looks at you and looks down at it and looks at you and goes, I can't sell you this gun. Not allowed. I'm not allowed. Why? You got a lot of pent up anger from, from this problem right here. Oh, it's cold out. Stop it's it. only going to flare. It. It's only going to flare. It's a shrinkage, it's I swear. I was in the pool earlier. Stop it. You can't have a weapon. Your penis is too small. I think little penis guys are the ones that snap and lose their minds and start shooting things up. Nobody will ever bring that up, but I think that's – there's an anger Look factor with having trend. a little tiny wiener. I'm off the rack. My whole body's off the rack. Like, if you go down the anatomy book, it's the average size of a male this is that. I'm like, that's me. The average this is that. That's me. Like, I go to buy a suit, and the guy's like, do you want it tailored? And I'm like, it's ready for me now. Trust me. Everything I do is off the rack, so I don't have to worry about it's large or small. It's just a thing. It's, I, am so, I am saltine crackers. Top to bottom, nothing about me special. Occasionally, it's a delicious treat, but eh, for the most part, there's better. There's always a better option. Uh, but I could buy a gun. I know because I'm not angry from it. But uh, you, you lob an inch off of this thing, and suddenly I'm going to start getting testy. <laughs> I'm not going to be happy. You'd have a cause. Yeah, I'd have a moment where I probably shouldn't have weapons. And I think there's a lot of little pee-peed guys out there that should not have weapons. I think that's a big thing. So I think measurement of dicks because it is important. And and the problem is is that women like Martha Stewart for years have been saying it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. They find out about a 10-incher and they're like, give me that. I got to try it. Like it's a desirable thing. And we all know that you've been lying about it, that if you could, you would attach a tenor on us. Yours is fine. Thanks. What a compliment. It's fine. It'll do. Yeah, reverse it. You know <laughs> yeah. what? You're just fine. Yeah, it's that so vagina of yours is, it'll do. <laughs> it's fine. It's not perfect. 
good. What do you want? I don't know. I want it to feel like I'm, you know, the guy that uh, Joe Pesci had that guy's head in that vice. I kind of want to feel like him. Like it's, like it's tight. Yours is all right. Oh, thank you. All right, we'll get her down here. It's like a backyard project when you hear Yours is fine. All right, this weed eater will work. We'll get, it gets the job done. <laughs> but what she's really craving is like that monster, the big ones. They get on the phone with each other about it. I saw, uh, I forget what show it was, uh, but there was a, I don't remember which show it was, but the, I remember the phone started dinging like crazy because in the middle of it, there's a scene where a dude's in a, in a shower and he turns around, he's got this humongous hog. Bing, 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 bing. Phone's going, did you see it? They can't, we all saw it. It's crazy. <laughs> Megan's phone's exploding. Her friends can't get enough of that. you got to see episode four. Did you see it? Oh, I saw it. Now, it's like a full hour long. It's like three seconds of it. But they, we, everybody knew what we were talking about. And then I just said, did you see his shoes? And nobody was. Nobody, nobody caught on. <laughs> they all love big wangs. But there's a big wang meter for buying guns, I think. I'd like to know, like all those... Serial killer or shooter people. You know, the ones that go just rage into a store and start firing away? Yeah. I bet you none of them have big wings. Never really heard uh, any talk about uh, commonality. Because like I don't think they, they could tell us. Body. I don't think they could say, uh, Adam Lanza had a two-inch micro penis, and that's, why he, that's one of the reasons he was really unhappy. It's because he felt inadequate. It would lead to inadequacy feelings. And they never would tell you because there's so many guys out there with them that you don't want to start saying, oh, there's something wrong with you. Even the uh, racial ones, like the synagogue shooting and stuff, it's like someone in that group, I'll do it. Yeah. Well, I don't mind the, like the, the ones that have a cause. I don't think PPs are related. But a guy that just wanders I, into a what mall. What I'm saying is maybe that's true because the guy in the group that decides that I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, if there's a group of – but I think there's – I think it gets different when you start saying, oh, we've got, a whole, we've got a whole cause. Just a guy who just gets up and starts shooting a school. I think, it's, I think there's penises involved. I think there's something, tiny penises involved. Imagine that going into like MMP and trying yeah. to buy a Desert Eagle 50 cal, <laughs> right. and they're like, oh, let me take you to the pellet gun section over here. You're not allowed to have deadly force. You can have an airsoft. Yeah, you can have an airsoft. <laughs> Here's your Red Rider BB you can gun. You have a paintball gun. How do I defend myself? Why do you want to? If I was you, I'd want to be dead. You'll know by the classification, the guy, all I could buy was an air compressor. Yeah. I came out of there with a, a Bic lighter and some hairspray. That's oh, all I'm allowed to have. Sorry, man. Uh, yeah, and that would be the worst. I'm going to get a gun today. And then you come back. What happened? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know what happened. You failed it. But I think there's something to that theory. Because, you know psychologically that's always been a thing you know if you buy a gigantic truck everybody goes oh freud corvettes yeah there's there's always a thing about you know it replaces his penis so deep down we've all talked about it but the gun is an extension of your manliness you don't have much manliness i'd like to know the uh, anatomy of the shooters like that weirdo in colorado and he's still alive we could whip him out and see what he's got carrying maybe i'm wrong but it's a it's a theory and I don't think they want to tell the general public that this theory exists because then all these little dick guys would have to confront the fact that they're on the precipice of being embarrassed. Outed yeah, in a yeah, way. Yeah. So everybody's allowed you're... to have it. But I think, a, I think, you know, maybe even just an anonymous machine you go glory hole in and the machine just goes a green check mark or a red X. 
for when you want to try to buy a gun. All right, go put your penis in that hole in the wall over there. I'm sorry, you've been denied. What the hell? You're going to have to have a surgery or something. <laughs> Just a thought. I'm not the governor, but if I was, that would be a thing. I would take it very seriously. That's perfect. Uh, it's 717. What do you got on the big board of uh, musical treats there, Bert? Uh, Wake Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies over at Air Action Ride Shop. Riding season is here and snow season is right behind it. So to get all get all of you guys ready for it, you need to go to actionrideshop.com. Check out everything they got and you know just go visit them too. They're right there over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. And check them out on all the socials as well. Uh, ACDC, a whole lot of Rosie on the list for that pig at the Suns game. Uh, <laughs> what the hell? That's about beating off. <laughs> well, yep, she's a huge... She's a big lady, that's yeah. true. All right. Uh, a day to remember, second sucks for the 93 Suns. Yeah. Uh, Stone Sour, Butthole Surfers. Parkway Drive on there twice because they just announced yesterday they're coming in February. You got here. excited about that. Oh, man, I was thrilled. Yeah. Uh, Deftones, Five Finger Death Punch, Ghost Corn. Uh-oh. Uh, well, Parkway Drive pops out. Day to Remember Second Sucks is a good way to say it. I like that. I haven't heard that song, but... I haven't either. The 93 Suns are not something we need to celebrate. The two, the 2021 Suns are something you don't need to celebrate. You put the banner that says Western Conference Champions up, and you leave it at that forever. The Lakers, the Celtics, uh, the Heat even, nobody's celebrating... Uh, conference championships you celebrate the championship you don't go have 30 year anniversaries of the team that didn't win it there's been plenty I didn't of good hear, teams. uh it's much for sure in the 2021 like it was in the the 90s well it was it was coming off of covid it was weird but people were i mean more people were disappointed not like oh we had a great run no and it was because it was brand new also the suns in 93 had been knocking on the door for five years. The Suns team that showed up in the finals a couple of years ago was like, where did this come from? That was all new. They were terrible, like the worst team in basketball for a decade, and suddenly they're in the championship. It's crazy. Last year's team, the Suns team, was the best Suns team that's ever existed, and they got bounced. I don't think you're going to have a 30th anniversary of that squad. You shouldn't. And then I also thought of how many people are dead from that 30th anniversary because I started thinking, what if this team wins the, or goes to the championship in 30 years' time? I'll be 80. There was some 50-year-old guy sitting there in 1993 going, isn't this great? Sons are great. And then think of that 30-year time gap, and he's 80 now. And that would be me if I had another 30-year gap between championships. And that's miserable. How many people are dead? How many 50-, 60-year-old guys died in the meantime, and they're celebrating the second-place team? And their lives never saw another one. You've been a Suns fan. You've never seen a championship. Stop celebrating second place, Phoenix. That's our problem. Cardinals, same with you. Nothing was uh, impressive about your run to Super Bowl Forty Three. I-, I always pass that guy's truck, and he's got that license plate. SB, uh, XVIII, or whatever it is, the Super Bowl, the one that had the XL, or I don't know what it is, whatever 43 is. And uh, he's got it on his license plate. And I'm like... And it's got the Cardinal logo. And I'm like, that's not your Super Bowl. You, you lost it. You were the, you were the runners-up. You were the second place. You are the foil. You were the necessary last stepping stone to the championship. You, you were the last person that the champion stepped on to go get their trophy. You don't have Seahawks gear for their uh, failed Super Bowls, do you? You're not going to celebrate I ha- the... I have a 2005 
uh, NFC Championship like a, like a license plate because that was their first Super Throw Bowl. That but away. it was buried for a while yeah. until we won one. When we won one, I put it right. Up. And then after you won one, are you going to celebrate the one where uh, Malcolm the, Butler? No, intercepted? no told, it's I, a nightmare. I, Alex and I together. He because that was when they had the NFL experience here. Yeah, and Alex was like in fourth or fifth grade, and he loved it. That was where Steve Irvin broke his hammy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, so we were so we were down there, and Alex bought a bunch of stuff because it was cool. And but that was before the game. Once the game right. happened, he and I went out back and we burned it all. Burned it exactly what good parenting is. You burn things you don't like. <laughs> Teach a kid celebrating second place is failure. You don't have. Bears Colts gear from that Super Bowl. No, it was a nightmare. <laughs> Forgot about that. As a matter of fact, yeah. thanks. Well, right, because yeah, you've, you've done a good <laughs> job. Of that the one. Yep. thing about that was Prince. Prince, yeah. the halftime show. Unless you're a Colts fan. Anyway, second place celebrations are not good. Thirty year anniversaries of not winning at all. What, what, and then the team that was there the next year was just as good. They didn't go as far, but celebrate that. Stupid. All right, let's do it. You got which one are we doing? Parkway Drive. What do you want to do? That you said the data. Oh yeah, yeah, data remember for a second. Up to you. That's it. Data remember. Yeah, I mean, Let's do it. Yeah. Data remember. I don't know this song at all. It's somebody just emailed in. It's nothing to do with coming in second place and not really radio friendly. Nope. All right. Uh, Parkway Drive. It is. It isn't. But yeah. Okay. All right. Parkway Drive. It is. Which, which Parkway Drive? Uh, you can just Whatever do you want. I mean, that was yeah. that was on the list. There I think that's in the system too. We'll pop that one on there. Yeah. Par- when are they coming? Parkway Drive. Uh, February first at the Marquee. Okay. I will be there for that one. Talking about February. So good. Didn't it seem like that's way off and it's only three months? How dare they play on my birthday? Oh, it is Brady's birthday. It's Parkway Drive. They're coming for Brady's birthday. There you go. We should take them out for ice cream and pizza in February when they're here. Done. Birthday. Brady's Parkway Drive ice cream and pizza social. That's a good idea. We should get on that Let's right now. <laughs> that would be fun. So, which one of you is Parkway? <laughs> Mr. Drive? Hey, you're Mr. Drive. What are you named after? Um, Parkway Drive? Yes. Where is that? What city is that in? C-Bus? <laughs> the Big T? Cleave the Land? No. They probably are from Ohio. Australia. Okay, good. Is that anywhere near Ohio? Columbus. They know Australia. the Bogans Columbus, there in yeah, Australia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and you being a Bogan will make them happy because oh, that's, yeah. that's their word for hillbilly. Well, that's going to be a good party yeah, until that's they it. get there. Well, we're making it happen. Parkway Drive and Brady's Ice Cream Social. Let's do it. <laughs> For his birthday. So take him out, and then they'll play that night. It'll be a great time. God, it is weird. That's three months out. It feels like February should should be. Wait, it's, it's not. crazy. It's 90 days. Good Lord. And for those of you who want uh, great music this weekend and not with Brady Social, uh, we'll do it over there. Night of the Singing Dead, getting closer and closer. Tonight we rehearse again. Friday we run through. Saturday, the big show. Uh, very excited. Meet and greet with Doug Hopkins. TV's Doug Hopkins. You can meet and greet him. He's going to be there. I bought a table for that. Did you get a table yeah, just for that? Well, yeah. that's great. you got to get a VIP table for the meet and greet with Doug. Otherwise, you, you buy the regular ticket and you just go walk over to him and go, hey, Doug, because he's going to be right there in the same mix as you. <laughs> meet and greet with the TV's Doug Hopkins. That's a thing. Uh, and you got all the things that come with the VIP, and you don't even have to get that. Just get a regular ticket, come down, have fun. Halloween party. That is insanely fun. Every year, and uh, hopefully this year, again, we have a great time. My makeup, I'm not sure, but my makeup lady sure is excited about what she's got planned for me. Oh, there's prosthetics. I'm, I'm going to be in the makeup chair on Saturday for, I think, about four hours. Oh, man. That's dedication. Yeah, it is. So I, I mean, this one is special, and she's been doing some work. You're going to have to have a straw through your mouth to, to breathe. 
<laughs> as she's there, putting it there, on. There was the one year that I had the prosthetics on my face. I had to have. Were you there when I had that thing in my mouth to yeah. drink and eat? Yeah, because yeah, I couldn't open my mouth for two hours. So I had Bring this, the straw back. This weird straw that stuck out of my mouth. They put drinks in. The straw stayed. The drinks would just be at the end of the straw. So I got another four, probably four hours in the chair. Hopefully, it comes out perfect, but it's a lot, and it's going to be good. We'll make sure the straw is wide enough for your bubble tea. <laughs> Gotta have my bubble tea. <laughs> Where's my bubble tea? Don't open your mouth. Go to the bubble tea. I can't wait to see Toledo's costume. Yeah, Toledo the has the bread. The loaf of bread <laughs> is just. I mean, Chris Farley Quinn is solid. I don't know what you're doing. I'm, you haven't said. Be a surprise. Yours is a surprise, but the. Just fantastic all the way around. It should be here tomorrow. It should be, uh, yeah, because you paid a little extra to get it delivered fast. Good on you, kid. <laughs> well, that'll be fun. If you see a loaf of bread walking around, <laughs> that's Toledo. And I mean that even off Halloween. That guy looks like a loaf of bread. That's Toledo. All right. Are you ready? It's in there. Not on my thing. It's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Rico and Alicia's all I got going on. You right broke there. something, kid. Right you got Toledoed. What happened? I've been Toledoed by the computer. <laughs> Yeah, loaf of bread, toast, anything like that would have been good. A box of saltines actually would have been nice oh, for him yeah. as well. He's got all sorts of options for Halloween. But white bread Toledo is the that's the way to do it. I think it's great. Be the spokesman for Nabisco. <laughs> right. He might get sponsored out of this thing, damn it. End up getting money. There's an endorsement. Yeah, but you should go. Uh uh copperblueslive.com, go to the events. It's almost sold out, which is shocking to me and everyone involved. So, Night of the Singing Dead, Saturday night. And trust me, we're old now. The show starts at 8.30. Uh, we'll go until a little after 10 or so. And then it's time to, it's time to turn in. So happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of time put in. It's late. A lot of those shows, we started at like 11 because we thought, this is what you do. Like, no, no, no. We have, we have the say. Afterwards, uh, the guitarist Marty's uh, group, I think, is going to play, be playing for a couple more hours till the bar closes as part of the contractual agreement. I'll be long gone. Sleepy time. Yeah, 10 o'clock, 10.30, we're gonna, you're going to start noticing a lot of slow movement on stage and like guys kind of drifting off. <laughs> Maybe one wanders away. You got about 90 we're going to end it on a ballad? Yeah, you got 90 minutes of solid, solid entertainment and then the last 20 minutes of us kind of trying to keep our eyes open. <laughs> It's 10. Nothing good happens after 10 p. The band is admonishing us for staying out too late. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.